Hey everyone, welcome to the Moxie Gals podcast. I'm Mary Ann. And I'm Michelle. And together we We are are the Moxie Gals. And what we love doing is just simply creating conversations that matter. We love to gather women together, you know, women like you and me. And me. Yes, (laughs) and you, Michelle. And we love, imagine sitting around a table, we're drinking coffee. Michelle, you love tea maybe a glass of wine, whatever. But the most important thing is we're sitting around and we talk about anything and everything. And don't forget, we have fun. (laughs) Yes, we do. We do. So here's why we do this. We hope the conversation you hear today will inspire and encourage you. Enjoy the conversation. Okay, so we are in the final episode of Suzanne's story about the tornado, and we had broken it up initially into four parts, but y'all know how it is. After looking at it, we said three parts is plenty, so we've combined part three and four into one since they were really pretty short, and we just feel like it just really completes the story that Suzanne has. So we're excited to close this out for you. Um, Suzanne does some great insight work. One of the quotes she uses and taught us is that emotions need motion. Like, I mean, that rhymes, right? So that's easier for me to remember. But um, she really digs into what that means, that our emotions need motion. And we um, ask her about our moxie questions. We ask women to show up chin up and lift up and we challenged Suzanne to answer those questions and I think you're going to really like what she has to say so here we go closing out and we hope you enjoy it all right uh, we've had crackers and cheese and I probably need another glass of wine but we're going to continue on (laughs) Um, and at our break, Suzanne, you said something about the therapy and emotion. Would you go through that again real sure. quick? Sure. Um, so we were we were talking about how emotions happen within and, and we we don't express those. They get stuck, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, one of the things I mentioned EMDR, the lady I've done that with, one of the things that she says, um, highly somatic therapist, emotions require motion. And emotion requires motion. True. So okay. to, to move that stuckness that we feel that's in us, like to get that going, you got to move. Now, what what is what do you call move? Um, you think of an animal. You've probably heard this analogy before. An animal that is has a petrifying moment. It'll it like shakes to shake mm-hmm. it off. That's what it's doing. Ah. It's moving that because animals can't process. If they don't shake, they will die <gasps> from the trauma. Interesting. That wow. is a like known fact. That's so interesting. I my I channel my animal instincts. I shake a lot. She does shake a lot. <laughs> and Michelle does shake a lot. Well, you mentioned in the tornado. Yeah, we I was shaking. Yeah, yeah I was shaking. And here we weren't even really like jam touching. I could mm-hmm. I could feel and sense your shaking mm-hmm. without you even saying anything. Yeah. So that is that emotion. Something had to happen. 
Yeah, I was eating the fudge sickle. That was <laughs> I was too. <laughs> I was shaking trying to get it but to I my mouth. But I think why that's so important is that we are taught that, you know, stuff it, mm-hmm. don't cry, don't mm-hmm. be angry. Right. It wasn't a big deal. I want famous um, for that. Right? Oh, it's no big deal. <laughs> yep. It's, uh, you know, my dad, no biggie, no biggie. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that may be true. But on the other hand, I think it, we would be better off if we were to err on the other side mm-hmm. and say, may not be a big deal, but how did that feel? Yeah. Right. It's like, okay. So in my world, it wasn't a big deal, but in your world, it was a big deal. Right. And so that's, what's really mad. That's what matters. And, and it's mm-hmm. not that we always have to talk about it. Like I, I think of the example, if you ever watch Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. If you're Grey's fans. Mm-hmm. Um, Back in the day. Meredith, before the, before the friendship yeah. busted up. Yeah. <laughs> Meredith and Christina, what did they used to do? They would dance. Dance. It and they that's that's what they were doing they were mm-hmm. getting out that that was stuck within them they we weren't talking that. about it we love that we do that out. yeah we do that dance off thing mm-hmm. but it's like where some people like to go run mm-hmm. yep. right just to relieve and to get some movement or go for a walk right so when i've learned koya have you ever heard of koya oh, yes. 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 But yeah that's that can be a good one that's very gentle mm-hmm. um different like I mentioned some like BLS beats, their bilateral stimulation. It just, it's a calming, um, can be grounding, mm-hmm. um, just different things, whatever it is that works for your system. That's right. the most important and thing. And I think it right. probably depends on what the thing is. So I think that's why mm-hmm. you always hear exercise is good. Sure. Get outside and move. Um, with depression, it's like when it gets to the point where you're not literally moving, you're just literally stuck up in bed or on the couch. That's when you have people come over and go, go to the mailbox. Right. Like, I'm not asking you to go for a walk. I'm not asking you, but I just go to the mailbox, like that movement. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then there comes a point where it's something bigger than that. And right. you probably do need to go see someone. And I, th- I agree, Suzanne, I think everybody just for our like our checkup like we do with everything our cars yeah. get checked up every so many change. yeah <laughs> get changed. just go in and just talk about things right. to someone who doesn't have a dog in the fight they're they don't have any other agenda but can be so you know objective to what's going on in your life yeah um one of the things i know we talked about it we had dinner um mm-hmm. with one thing that can be difficult when you're sitting across from another is um, the, and it can be in therapy, it can be in friendships or whatever, but I think this is also the beauty of community. Um, when there are two people in conversation, there are really six people in the room. <gasps> That's it. Okay, stop the, for everyone, just get your pencil, get your pad out. Because we I was trying to remember, what was that awesome thing that... Suzanne shared. Thank you, yes. Suzanne. Okay, go. Um, and I, I was actually thinking about it because I knew you wanted me to, to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so there's really six people in the room when there are two people sitting there. Hopefully I can say this right. There's who I think I am, who you think I am, and who I really am. Mm. And then there's who you think you are, who I think you are, and then who you really are. So we all have our own perspective of ourselves. Yeah. We all have our own perspective of the other. Yeah. And then there's the reality of who we are. Oh so that's gosh. real for both of us. Oh, that so is that's so a lot of, good. There's a lot of people in the room. There's <laughs> that's a lot, a lot of, of people. So it's yeah. a party. The three of us in here, there's a season workout. 
We need wow. more wine. We do need more wine. <laughs> Let me get Dean on that. Um, so the, I think the beauty of that too, because I've been thinking about this a little bit, knowing we would chat. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is the beauty of community where if I have a really poor self-worth, then maybe I can borrow from what you think I am and let that help to layer on and help me to build up my belief about myself. I can't even I mean, shut my mouth right now. That I, That's what we're about, right? We, sure. we want to come alongside women and we're all about like cheering each other on and you've got this, you can do this. Yes. Love, well, love, love. It's that classic that. thing of if you could only see yourself as mm -hmm. I see you. Right? Mm -hmm. And particularly in my being married and with Dean, you know, I will beat myself up. I'll like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he looks at me and he goes, I don't see that at all. I'm like, have you looked in the mirror? Have you looked at me? Um, and vice versa, me with him. And then with Michelle and I, right, we need one another. And it depends on who it is as well, mm -hmm. right? So if you have that person that you know, they're a person of integrity, they're a person that really cares about people in general, and you know they care about you, then you can begin to hear when they are speaking life into you because we're so beat up, we can't even see it for ourselves. And we need someone like that, not some whoever who has an agenda that's trying to sell me something, let's say, right? And they go, no, this is what I see, the value in you. And they start listing it. And it doesn't mean that, at least for me, I go, oh, that's right. I am all those great things. <laughs> but, but it's a repetitive thing coming back at us, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, trauma, what happens in trauma is it tra trauma takes repetition to survive. So we are repeating what we went through. Say that again. Trauma takes repetition to survive. So like we're feeding the wrong thing. We're feeding it. Because we're afraid and we're, I mean, I'm not saying don't be afraid because no, fear no, no, is no. teaching us something. No, but as we replay an event and think of all the bad possibilities. Also, I heard another term for that is pre-grieving. Yes. Right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, pre-grieving. There's a woman, Nicole Sachs. Love her. She does a lot of work with trauma and body issues. She's connected with trauma. And it's where, you know, maybe you had a bad experience at the beach and now her 16-year-old daughter has a beach vacation with friends. And immediately she's pre-grieved. She's like, well, what if she drowns? What if there's a shark? This is going to be bad. How far away is she? How am I going to get to her? And now she hasn't even left home yet. That's feeding all and, that. And what that's doing in the brain. You know, the vessel vendor call body keeps the score. Others with neurobiology. Mm -hmm. um, what that's doing is a neural pathway in our brain. And every time you have those thoughts, you're working that same neural pathway and you're, it's like water going down a path. It's mm -hmm. carving it deeper and deeper. Yeah. It's how we learn to ride bikes. Yeah. We, we have those neural pathways for language, for everything in our brain. The beauty of it is we can change them. Yeah. Neural pathways, you are not stuck with those. It takes work and it takes the work of creating new ones to let the old ones die off. But this is scientifically proven. And this, I love this fact. <laughs> um, so a neural pathway, you know, that aha moment when you're trying to learn something, mm -hmm. you're like, how does this fit here? How do I do this? Or how do I solve this problem? And all of a sudden you've got the, oh, I got it. A third of a second prior to the aha, 
MRIs have shown there's a burst of gamma waves just above the right ear that light up. And that's the neural pathway being created in our brain. <gasps> we can create that. lots of those. Yeah. yeah. So, so when the Bible talks about renewing the mind, right? And when Philippians say, consider what is pure, what is good, what is right. just, what is right. Think on these things. Those are all the things that, you know, God is wanting us to know that there is a path to away from. And that's when we talk about the abundant living mm -hmm. through his help. Like it's, it's a scientific thing. Yeah, very scientific. I've even wondered with like when Jesus has healed people. What's the neural pathway that lit up in that guy or gal's brain yeah. mm -hmm. that healed? Yeah. Because our, the brains were the brain back then. So it's not like. Right. It's not yeah. exactly, exactly different. The, the simple thing to this is what we feed grows. Yes. Mm -hmm. What we starve dies. Right. Right. So one of the things, Michelle, as Moxie gals, mm -hmm. um, we used to do these live and in person. Basically, it's we did podcasts with groups of people live mm -hmm. in person, but we really wanted to um, help women see the value of um, self kindness. You know, everything right now is be kind, be kind, and it's more outward, but we really have to start be kind to ourselves, I think is powerful. But also this whole thing of teaching and learning some key words, and we had code words even, and accountability. Mm -hmm to say, if I say this, you have to stop me. Mm -hmm. Like if I stop, you know, and then and it doesn't happen overnight. Cause we'll say, I'm like, oh gosh, look at, you know, the wrinkles and all. And, and he goes, I don't see any. And it's like, wait, you see what you're doing? Like stop. And I think that's a beautiful thing to have that person in your life that loves you enough um, to want to speak into that and what we're actually doing is stopping that rut right. mm -hmm. like stop it right it's just oh i have a visual on that and some of the the rounds and the different programs that you can do to help um dnrs is one of them so retraining of the brain that's literally how you interrupt by telling yourself stop 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 and then you go through like the whole series doing oh. a round to help Okay. Help re-engage and do kind of a future visualization. Like you pull back a time. So you're pulling from the past Okay. of here was a good time that I can like get really into and I can bring all my senses involved. It's a very bodily experience. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a past situation you're remembering, but you're saying as the present. And then you go to a future six months from now, I will blah, blah, blah. And you're creating a scenario that would be, this is how I want to be. Mm. And you do it mm. very bodily. Mm. And so that takes away the whole thing where people go, oh, that's just Huey and that's just talk. But it is actual neurological, yes. scientific yep. things that are happening. Because if you really think about it, the fact that how I'm even talking right now is because there's all these things happening that I can't see in my brain. Because you've got all those pathways that know how to that's use those ones. And the beauty, what what really stood out to me, so um, you bring in the theology of it all, faith, hope, love. Like when I sat down and started looking at some of this neurobiology, the, I mentioned past, present, future, faith, hope, love, faith being a memory of the past, um, hope being a memory of the future. Like mm -hmm. I could I could see these overlapped, uh, kind of layered on yeah. top of each other. And I'm like, this makes sense. Mm -hmm. Again, it made sense to my brain, so it makes me more willing to engage that. And, and do some of the work and do mm -hmm. the work yeah 
because is, it is work. Yeah, everything's it, work. Yeah. <laughs> everything's work. Well, um, before we close and go through our three questions, I want to make sure Michelle, she usually has all the questions. Is there something else you were wanting to dig into? Or? Uh, just today, I think, yes. as, as you have done the work, mm-hmm. you've gone to therapy and continue to heal. How are you today? How am I today? Um, whew, that's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, no, 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 you, you talked about coming into the right. neighborhood. It's the first right. time you'd been through the house. So yeah. kind of give us that perspective now. So I, I think I, I look at it and when I engage, I don't, try to deny that mm-hmm. that was an experience like I'm fully aware but that experience doesn't have to have the power mm-hmm. so to speak yes yes um, good we we desensitize mm-hmm. so to speak to mm-hmm. what happened um it this happened this was real this had an impact and I am who I am because of that mm-hmm. like it has made me into a different person yeah. like I'm, that's one of the things headed to Seattle I'm like I've not seen half of these people since the tornado yeah i'm a different person yeah like that just even that feel, i've talked to them on text but i've not yeah, been in the same the room same. With them. so there's even a little bit of oh will i be accepted i mean even you know there's even the fears of that sure um yeah but yeah i think continuing to do the work one thing a friend told me and i, I know the tornado was um i kind of paralleled it with my dad's death um mm. so my dad was sick for a year and i had the trauma of him being sick and him getting sicker and going to hospice and all of that. And there was a a final moment where he died. Mm -hmm. And so, and then, but it was expected. We knew that was going to happen. And there became, okay, now let me switch to the grief. I've been grieving, but let me switch into Mm -hmm. deeper grief and move through that. Well, the tornado was the exact opposite. There was an event that was traumatic. And then I had all the stuff afterwards. Mm -hmm. So how, like, just try and, there was something very um, opposing about yeah. how it was both very traumatic, mm-hmm. but, um, I think a, another thing a friend told me years ago, who's a therapist or was a therapist and spiritual director and yoga instructor. Um, it was beautiful words. Um, cause I was, I had been through a season of moving and it's been about a year between two cities. And I'm like, I should be over this by now. It'd been three months. I'm like, I should be rested. I should be fine. <laughs> and I, you know, I was annoyed with myself. Oh, I know that one. I know that one well. (laughs) And she looked at me and she said, no. She said, for as long as you go through something, give yourself at least that amount of time to recover. At least. And those are just wise words I've used over and over again. Um, And I I just remind people, like, you've been through it. Mm -hmm. Like, where where did the tornado end? I don't know where to put on it. Like, I don't know how much time I need. Right. And I'll take whatever I need. Mm-hmm. I'll be processing pieces of this for the rest of my life. But mm-hmm. yeah. I'm in a I'm in a good house. I have the insurance stuff pretty well wrapped up. I have till April of next year to finalize everything. But um, I think I'm just still discovering the some of the other traumas that this has mm-hmm. touched on. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well then let's pull all of this out into the light. Mm-hmm. Let's do the work here, and then I'll mm-hmm. take a break. Good, <laughs> yeah, do the work. Do the work. Ready for a break? Sure. 
We're going to take a little break and then we're going to close up with our moxie questions. Oh gosh, I forgot what the questions are. Are they the same? Are they? No, we're going to find out. Okay. We're going to surprise you. <laughs> okay, we're back. And we should have kept things recording because we just had a whole nother great conversation <laughs> about comparison and how we can't receive the grace that God wants to give us. And that's all he wants to do is love us and give us grace. But um, what a night this is. We're going to wrap this up with our three questions and then we get to have cake. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, at Moxie, we have three mantras that we really encourage and challenge women to do. We challenge women to show up. Mm -hmm. um, we say chin up and lift up. Mm -hmm. And so show up is, we say, this is your one life. We challenge you to show up for it in whatever way, big ways, small ways, sitting, reading a story to a child. You're showing up for that in that moment. So what does today showing up? in Suzanne's life for Suzanne look like? Um, I, I go back to the Seattle trip, like I almost canceled it, right? And my my fears over traveling and everything there and my friends who are all trained therapists as well, we got on a Zoom call and we <laughs> talked and we talked about expectations and what this looks like. And I remember one of my friends saying, and we were talking about getting supplies from the store. And I said, I. Like, I can't bring anything. I'm bringing a bag on a plane. Mm. I, I, and she goes, we don't care. We just want you. In mm -hmm. that moment, that. I was like, oh, I'm wanted. Yes. You know, like, we, what's one of the things we all want? We want to be wanted. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's the showing up part. Can I let myself mm. be me fully at my job in friendships? in conversations with friends yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> um, can I let myself be seen? Mm. Because it's the being seen that we desire, but it's so hard because it's vulnerable. Oh, vulnerability. vulnerability. But it's critical. It is so critical. It's the path to lead us to the very thing that we want yeah. the most. Yep. And yet we self-sabotage ourselves. All the time. Yeah. Right. So, so showing up is good job. Showing I mean, up. Earlier you were saying like you yeah. were like <laughs> we're sweating, sweating and all. And good job, Suzanne, yeah. for showing up. We, we love you so much. So chin up. Chin up really is looking up and reminding ourselves that, okay, I belong mm -hmm. to God. He loves me. So some people have a scripture. Some people just have uh, a thing of saying, you know, this is what God showed me recently. <laughs> um, so what is that thing in your life that comes to mind that your chin can go up and you go, okay, God, I hear you. This is who you, what you want for me, who you are to Yeah, you. I think one of the big things around the, the tornado was a loss of safety. And I kind of said a little bit of this, I think in one of the breaks, maybe, um, and how I, I've realized I've been afraid a lot. Um, I lived in fear a lot in my life. And I, I finally kind of said it. I don't think I'm afraid anymore. Like fear doesn't rule me. Mm. And so there's, there's a chin up to yeah. that. Like I'm mm -hmm. not afraid. Well, with that comes the challenge of fear coming at you because I mean, anytime, get into evil and theories there, but 
evil is limited, but it wants to hit on those those spots in us that will create the panic, will will derail us, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I literally four hours after saying I am not afraid anymore, fear starts coming at me, and and recognizing it because I've done some of the work, so mm-hmm. I'm closer to recognizing it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what's going on. But then just being able to pause in my house and hands out affirmations, all is well, all is well, all mm-hmm. is well. And then to turn that inward to my hands on chest, all yeah. is well, all is well, all is well. And that confidence in God mm. that I will be well. I love that. Um, I think that's one of the things I tell my friends. Um, what do I, what should I do? What do I want to do? Like, and I'm like, I just want you to be well whatever it is you're doing. Yes. So then to turn that into work, I want me to be well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, that song it is well with my soul. Yes. And I remember at one point, this is years ago when I was still in North Carolina and um, they were singing that song. And I remember going, my circumstances may not be well. My health, you know, and mm-hmm. aches and what have you may not be well. You know, this relationship is not well, but my soul Mm-hmm. is well in him like it was this clear delineation and also yeah. a reminder then then that then therefore it's it's okay for that i love that the last part of that so we have um show up chin up is lift up and we're all about lifting and celebrating and cheering other women we have to be friends with women with yes, one another 100%. we need one another 100 percent <laughs> So um, you do a great job of that, just Thanks. knowing you and who you are. And you're such a great encourager. And you're, I mean, I love when I get these messages from you. I could be doing something so random. And Suzanne, you send me a message and go, that was really cool. Or tell me what's going on there. Or how are you really? Or did you find a therapist? Or how's that going? You know, so thank you for that. Who would you say has lifted you up? What woman? It could be recent. It could be. 20 years ago, but, um, I mean, so many, so many, I know there's so many, but, Mm -hmm. um, I remember this is not where I thought I would go. Um, this is a (laughs) random story, but I'll go to another one. Um, I remember in ninth grade, a teacher came to me and told me another teacher had changed an award because I had spoken class and she was freaking out afterwards. It was a French pronunciation award. And so it was my yearbook advisor. She came to me and she said, I want you to know the story that she would never have done that unless you spoke up in class. Your voice is important. Speak up. And I was just kind of like, what? You know, I mean, that was just a moment that it was like, use your voice. Yes. Use your voice. And that was ninth grade. Um, I love love teachers. I know. They're so great. They are. And I mean, I, I have to give props to my best friend. I mean, we've, gosh, we've known each other 20 something years, college, Clemson, and um, we, I was reading recently a, a post, a friend of mine who's a pastor, um, he had written, he called it unfettered friendship. And it's those friendships, this, this fits well with Moxie, just so you know. <laughs> um, unfettered friendships, those friendships that when we're struggling, they hold us up and you go through the thick and the thin together. And I, I just stumbled on it and I was thinking about this upcoming trip. And that's what I was thinking about. But when I read it, I thought of my best friend. Mm. And so I sent it to her. She knows him as well. And I said, you know, I was reading this thinking about my upcoming trip, but I read this and all I thought about was you. Aww. And she said, how have we been through so much together? Yeah. 
And I mean, even today she was throwing something at me and I'm like, is this what you really want? <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And so today it was me challenging her yeah. and kind of lifting her up. And it wasn't like at the end of the day, it wasn't what she really wanted. Um, and then something else came in tonight. So she had already yeah. said no to something, which opened the door to something else, yes. which is just awesome. So good. But yeah, just being lifted up hugely by her. Like they flew in the night that my dad died. Her and her husband jumped on the plane and just came mm -hmm. here because they just wanted to be here. Of course. Mm -hmm. That's that's, that's, that's what, what we, we do. do for one another. Yeah. So yeah. blessed. They always say, you know, you're not going to have lots of those people in your lives. I think you go through seasons where you'll have one or two and then things change the circumstances. So, but if you could stop today and you can count one or two, you one, one, one. you're, you're blessed. Mm -hmm. You're blessed. And I am super blessed. So I am as well. I've got a lot. Ah, oh, thank mm -hmm. you so much. Uh, Susie. This has been fun. I I'm love done sweaty. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm getting there. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's over now. So she's like, it's fun now. Well, sure. it's funny because like we could just be chatting about theories and stuff and I'm fine. And then I was like, Oh, I got to answer these questions. And I know. Like, I know. <laughs> going to get a little personal. Got to be vulnerable. Let's um, do it. But, but you know, one of the things as we are trying to demonstrate in Moxie, we do this in our gatherings, we go first. Mm -hmm. And um, we, Michelle and I would always share a story that was very vulnerable, whatever topic, whether it's fight for the relationship or um, crushing competition and how we would inadvertently be competing with one another without realizing we were doing it. And so we go first and we're very vulnerable because that created the safe space that when the women could then talk at their tables, they felt like they could. And there was so much laughter at those tables and there was so much tears. And we would always start the events thinking, what if they don't talk at the table? Which never, never happened. Never. <laughs> I mean, when we say, okay, go, and here's your topic at the table. And immediately the laughter and the talking right. um, was just um, so soothing and healing. Yeah. And we loved it. So you, you were talking about like going first. That was one of the kind of earmarks of our counseling program. You can only carry someone as far as you've gone yourself. Mm -hmm. Like just... And our, our program required 40 hours of therapy. Like you got to do the work in order to be able to invite oh, someone else yeah. to the work. That's so good. Mm -hmm. So you're doing it. We're doing it. Thank you, Suzanne. Yes, Thank you. I really love you. Thanks. And um, yes. we get to eat cake now. Let's eat it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you soon. We hope you were encouraged by today's conversation, that you learned something new, and we hope you laughed. And maybe today's conversation is one you get to have with your girlfriends. Because Moxie is about grit and persevering, but we're talking about even in the small things. So we challenge you to show up, move forward, it's your life. Chin up, remember God's got you. And lift up, remember to cheer and celebrate other women. Thanks for listening.